Cards Camp, dawn of a new era. Cardinals training camp coverage presented by Bud Light. This is the dawn of a new era. Burns and Gambo afternoons on the Arizona Sports app and 98.7. All right, back here in the uh, Burns and Gambo show on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. It was I was looking at the clock because it was just about this time yesterday we hit the breaking news sounder with the news that Joshua Dobbs had been traded to the Arizona Cardinals. It completed like this trifecta of moves from the Diamondbacks yesterday. And some of the grades, or for the Cardinals, I should say, yesterday, and some of the grades of those trades have come out. But the one with Joshua Dobbs in particular was the one that it was just like, wait, what? And what does it mean? And trying to figure it all out. And I, and I, I from reading our next guest's work this morning, I'm guessing there was a similar reaction in Cleveland when it all went down. Joining us right now on the Arizona Sports Line, the beat writer who covers the Cleveland Browns for Cleveland.com, Mary Kay Cabot, joins us here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Mary Kay, I'm Dave. This is Gambo. Welcome to the show. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Very well. Thank great. you. Great. Well, uh, you know, for the Cardinals, this makes a lot of sense. They believe it's going to be a very easy transition for Dobbs. He's very familiar with some of the coaches from Cleveland last year, including Pedzing. They like his athleticism and strong arm and smarts. Uh, but let's let's take it back to your end. Were, were you some? Were you surprised at all that they made this trade of Joshua Dobbs to the Cardinals? Oh, yeah. Nobody saw this coming at all. I mean, I had just asked Kevin Stefanski hours beforehand if Joshua Dobbs was heading into the season as his number two quarterback, and he unequivocally stated yes. So even he was surprised by this. This was going on uh, while he was coaching uh, the team on the field. He did not know it was happening, and then he came to the the press conference and, and really didn't know that it was underway at that point. And um, so, you know, he was surprised. I think there were a lot of people that were surprised. Do you think it's more about Dorian Thompson Robinson outplaying him or the Watson trade, you know, taking away a lot of draft picks and the ability to get back a, a decent draft pick there? Yeah. I think it's uh, a combination of those things. I think it's Drew Petzing. Uh, coming, calling for uh, Joshua Dobbs, who he's very familiar with and likes a lot from their time together in Cleveland. And then it's also the Browns having this rookie quarterback that they really, really like a lot and are very excited about, and him emerging in preseason and proving to them that, you know, that he can get the job done. So if I understand, Mary Kay, what you're saying and what you reported on Cleveland.com, because I, I read it right before we went on the air, it, it sounds like that when when Kevin Stefanski said Joshua Dobbs is our backup quarterback, he he was the backup quarterback at that time. And everything that transpired transpired what basically after he said those words. Oh yes, well it was going on, you know, kind of behind the scenes. Again, he was coaching the team, oh. and and hadn't they hadn't had a chance to update him yet before he came to the press conference. So it was just a matter of, uh, you know, just a, a little bit of a you know a communication timing issue. Uh, you know, it's not that Kevin wasn't on board with it; it's just that he did not know about it at that time. But when he was presented with it and, you know, told what they could get in return, that they could get this fifth rounder in return, which they see as a valuable pick, uh, they were more than willing to do it. Campbell mentioned it. You mentioned it a second ago. The the relationship and kind of the previous knowledge of Drew Petzing and, and Joshua Dobbs. What do you know about that? And what do you know about their relationship and, and how it led to this? What what How close were they last year? And what sort of you know camaraderie do they have among the two of them? 
Well, first of all, you know, Joshua Dobbs is about the uh, nicest human being you're ever going to want to meet. I don't know if you know any of his story story at all, but uh, he's just a very, very interesting young man. Uh, he majored in um, basically in, in uh, aerospace engineering at, at Tennessee, and he's just super, super intelligent. And um and he and, and he's just a, a very very nice person. And Drew Petzing spent, of course, every minute of the day with them on the job as the quarterbacks coach last year. So uh, he got to know Joshua very very well. It was a very tight room, a close knit room. Joshua was really close with Deshaun Watson. Uh, you know, Jacoby Brissett was in there uh, and started the first eleven games of the season while Deshaun was on. Suspension. So, you know, these guys kind of helped navigate the team through a difficult time. Uh, they all kind of pulled together and did that. Uh, Josh was sort of the it quarterback in preseason last year. Now DTR, Dorian Thompson-Robinson is that. But last year, um, Joshua Dobbs played that role because he kind of lit it up in preseason. How close did Dobbs come to being a Cardinal in the offseason? Well, you know, they pursued him. They pursued him uh, as well as the Browns did. And it was it kind of came down to, uh, you know, just the opportunity and what Joshua felt was going to be the best chance for him or the best year for him, you know, maybe to, uh, you know, advance his career or whatever, you know, the case may be. He knew he wasn't going to start here. Um, but for whatever reason, he felt that this was probably a better chance. And maybe it came down to money, too. The Browns gave him uh, $2 million, and maybe that was more than what the Cardinals were willing to do at the time. The interesting thing here is with, with Kyla Murray out, who's going to be the starting quarterback? I still expect that, that the best situation for Dobbs, and from what I've heard, is that he's most likely going to be the backup. But I think he gives the Cardinals long-term insurance as a backup, because I don't expect Colt McCoy is going to be here beyond this year. But from what you've seen out of him and what you know about him is he capable of being a starting quarterback in this league or is he just much better suited to be a backup well you know i he never really played in in a real game when he was here with the cleveland browns it wasn't until the browns released him after deshaun came back and he caught on with the titans and started the final two games of the season for the titans um, and they were some, you know, pretty important games. The final game, they had an opportunity to clinch their division, but he just shows up on the doorstep and Mike Vrabel, you know, throws him into the fray because, you know, they didn't feel that Malik Willis was necessarily uh, performing at the level they needed him to at that point to replace an injured Ryan Tannehill. So Josh got thrown into the fire. You know, he handled it pretty well you know, for not having been there very long. So I think if you, you know, if you have him in an offense that he really knows and understands, like Drew Petzing's, that I, you know, I think he can accomplish, you know, some really cool things. He's a good dual threat quarterback. He's gotten better. The game has slowed down for him. He's been around uh, for now. This is his sixth year. And, um, there are a lot of things to like about him. Yeah. Mary Kay, we appreciate the time. Thank you for joining us uh, here on Burns and Gambo. We'll talk soon. Okay. Sounds great. Thanks a lot. Thank Thanks, you, Mary Kay. Mary Kay Cabot from Cleveland.com, the Browns beat reporter, joining us here on the Arizona Sports Line on the Burns and Gambo Show.